1: Back with you, more college football here live at the Single Barrel Roadshow Thursday. Sporting news, Bill Bender with us. And uh, Bill, you got to see Ohio State, Notre Dame. You've covered a ton of big ball games, bud. Thanks for joining us. And uh, let's talk about the landscape moving forward here post week four. Who's your number one vote right now?
0: Well, it'd probably still be Georgia, but I'm like, and, and I understand if people don't want to base that on past results and go with a Washington or uh, a Florida State based on the resume or something, or even Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I I'm okay with that, but I'm one of those guys that yeah, you got to dethrone Georgia at some point. They've pretty much been in control. I think one through eleven mm-hmm. on the poll, any one of those teams you could probably make a lightweight case for. So. Uh, Washington's been the most impressive
1: team, though. I absolutely agree with you. I love Pennix. I like the Boer. Defense is good. Pac-12's nasty this year. We don't always say that. Let's talk Michigan. That's who invades Memorial Stadium here coming up in about three days. And the line is 17. There's not the buzz that we are used to in Lincoln just because of the oh no, (laughs) thought bubble that's going on. Nebraska's getting better, but they've struggled on offense, and Michigan's really, really talented. What do you think of of Michigan? What do you think of Nebraska's opportunity Saturday?
0: Well, uh, they're running the football well, and that'll help. Uh, Michigan's a big physical team. Michigan's not running the ball the way they want to, though, right now. And there has been some complaints about the offensive line, and you know, whether or not they're playing their best football. So I think they've been challenged going into this week. At at first glance, that line looked a little high to me just because it's Michigan's first road game. They haven't had really stiff competition. They did play an improved Rutgers team. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no reason why this can't be a little bit closer than it looks. I mean, as you know, whenever these two play, The 1997 argument, that's coming up. My story from that year always (laughs) bubbles up. Uh, But I think that this is a very good Michigan football team on the defensive side of the ball. So that'll be the challenge for Nebraska. Can they move the ball against these guys?
1: Well, and, and you flip it around. I mean, Nebraska's defense has been their calling card this year. Uh, Tops against the run now. They've not played anybody like Michigan. And to your point, Nebraska, I should say Michigan's not played. I mean, Rutgers is better. I'll absolutely agree with you there. But it's not been uh, a – scheduled to write about for Michigan so yeah let's just see how it how it kicks off and shakes out on Saturday Nebraska limited in the passing game but Bill Bender they are running the option and it's been a little bit of throwback you mentioned your your story with sporting news for 97 man back when the day uh, was all about power football and and a running quarterback that that just torched you enough with some play action so I think Nebraska can hang around a little bit. It's just, can, can Nebraska avoid some mistakes on offense and, and obviously hold up? I mean, Nebraska is going to be seeing the most physical team they'll they'll probably see this year.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, Michigan would be content to beat them the way they did last year. I know it was tight for a quarter and maybe even into the half before Michigan's running game just took over, and that's the thing. They, Donovan Edwards hasn't gotten going. Blake Horn's been good, but you know, not quite – what they they're used to now the bad news for nebraska is jj mccarthy is better than he was last year he has uh taken the next step he's throwing the ball down the field more so they're going to need some turnovers they're going to need to count on you know like i said that first road game but for jj i mean this is a kid that has the confidence that he went into iowa and won last year he went into ohio state and won that that kid plays with a ton of confidence
1: talking to some Michigan folks they're they they love his ability but they worry about some overconfidence the old Brett Favre sorry to go there mm-hmm. but let me try and fit it in between seven defenders type <laughs> type confidence let me show the arm off but hey we'll see where it is with with Nebraska as you look at Harbaugh and and what he is Nebraska is trying to to kind of build a similar blueprint great against the run great at stopping the run good on the lines of scrimmage that's worked in lincoln for a long time nebraska trying to get back to it but as you look at harbaugh's time in michigan and i bring this up just because he's working on a third straight playoff he's working on a third big 10 title is this the year for michigan do you do you have the team in ann arbor to to get it done this year what do you think so far through four games
0: I mean, you know, here's the thing: the new clock rules help Michigan because that's the way they want to play. You know, mm-hmm. they're they, they haven't covered a spread yet, so that's why I think you know Nebraska is another decent bet against the spread. But they, I don't think they care. Like to them in Georgia, you know, we talked about Georgia earlier. They can beat you 31 to 10, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're controlling the clock, they're they're limiting your possessions. They're going to win the football game. That's kind of like an NFL game plan. So Jim Harbaugh is not too bad at that. And I think that's one of the reasons why this, that Rutgers game last week was a quick game. Michigan mm-hmm. took care of it and didn't, they didn't freak out after Rutgers scored on the second play.
1: No, they, they responded. And then they went Python mode. Bill Bender with his sporting news at Bill Bender 92 is where you follow him. So bill as as we shift from from Nebraska and Michigan uh interested to to kind of get your thoughts on on Michigan state for a moment. We know that there's been some formalities with Mel Tucker. How good is that sparty job, and who is who's is the first phone call you make if Bill Bender's suddenly the a d at Michigan State?
0: Well, I can't call Chris Clyman now I mean that would have been the first one uh... He said yesterday he's not interested. Um, somebody of that vein, though, you know, I'd rather that's him or a Lance Leopold, somebody that is kind of a no-nonsense, not a flashy hire. Mel Tucker was a flashy hire. Though. And sometimes flashy doesn't work. Antonio wasn't. Um, so I'm looking at a guy that, uh, you know, something in that vein. Uh, Mike Tressel, the defense mm-hmm. coordinator. Uh, Wisconsin would fit. And there's a couple, Mike Elko, man. I mean hey, he's he'll have the great. State Saturday. Right. Hey, how fantastic has he been at Duke the last two years?
1: He he has been, and I don't think it's this 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 bluff. I think he's that good. I think he's a he's a big tough New Jersey guy and he'd kill it at at, at East Lansing. Do you think the job is is interesting? I mean, Kleiman's got a special relationship with his ad uh and i'm not saying it sounds weird to say out loud but what leipold's doing at kansas i mean do you leave that you're you're going from basketball school to basketball sure. school do you do you stick in the midwest and i say that not that he's not a, a great winner and coach leipold's been that for his entire career but big 12 a little easier to win uh than the big 10 especially the new big 10 do you just stay put right yeah i mean that depends and
0: you know, Kansas has got an interesting spot this weekend, too. I mean, they're in the same kind of spotlight as Nebraska to me in terms of 17-point underdog, playing at Texas, decent running game, two good running backs. Jalen Daniels has been great. They're kind of – remember, Chris, they were last year's September Cinderella? They were. <laughs> and and they've built on it. They've built on that. They haven't – Way, and I think that's my way of saying – with Colorado, will that be Colorado next year? Mm. Because Colorado is going to get beat Saturday. And it's that's going to be the peak of Dion this year. But at least until the bull game. If mm. he can get them to a bull game, then I think the Dion mania will uh, return.
1: I want to go back to Nebraska for a second. Have they lived up to your expectations so far or have they under-delivered?
0: You know what? I the the Colorado game was rough. There there's no way you're not being honest with yourself if you don't think that it was a little bit jarring to see them get beat that badly. But in the Minnesota game I keep telling people, yeah, they were a bad interception away from winning that game and starting the season off with a win and, and they've kind of bounced back a little bit and this is probably the biggest stage Matt Rule will have for the best the rest of the year, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Michigan coming into Lincoln and these are the games Nebraska wants to judge itself by when they play Michigan and Ohio State. And they've given Michigan and Ohio State trouble in Lincoln. So I think that's what I, you know, for me, it's just, can they get through this Big Ten West, get to a bowl game? It's kind of the same speech I just gave about Dion. Sure. Get to a bowl game, build through recruiting, build that line of scrimmage. But I like Matt Rule. And I wrote about him before the season. I spoke with him at Big Ten Media Day. He, he's the right guy for this job.
1: Bill Bender, sporting news with us. Hale Var City Radio. We're here at the single barrel Roadshow Thursday at Bill Bender ninety two. NFL real quick. Who puts up seventy this week?
0: <laughs> Hopefully my Packers tonight, man, <laughs> against the Lions and Lambeau. Uh that'd be a great way to start my week. So uh no, I uh, you know, it, this Miami Buffalo game is gonna be a lot of fun to watch. that will uh, be awesome. I like McDaniel's got them going. Uh Buffalo has bounced back from there, week one and yeah, you know, the NFL is a lot of fun. Still a little bit hard to figure out who the best team is. I really like the 49ers though, Chris. It's mm-hmm. hard to—they've got a just a system that's friendly for both sides of the ball.
1: They're they're loaded. Uh, the number of uh, Taylor shots in New York with uh, Travis making his way to the Big Apple for <laughs> Sunday night football is going to be intriguing. Last thought here: 30 seconds, Bill. You've covered a ton of big ball games, NFL and college and this is a theme because Nebraska is going to get kind of an upgrade with Memorial Stadium, South Stadium is going to get renovated, uh, the entire project. What's the, the craziest atmosphere stadium setup you've been to? What's what's like the the mother of all games you've covered?
0: Uh, I think Penn State at night is still the most fun, mm. uh, you know, and that one's pretty good. And you mentioned Taylor Swift. I did get my Taylor Swift tickets. For next year. So when she plays at Lucas Oil Stadium, maybe that will be the most crazy atmosphere you can possibly be a part of.
1: Wow, you got him hooked <laughs> up, huh? That's that's big. That is absolutely big. Our our, our friend in the media, Aaron Sorensen, not only saw her at Arrowhead, and then I think saw her Oh, man. She saw her maybe in the East Coast somewhere. But she went to to SoFi, I think. uh, There you go. To to see Taylor. I think her and Taylor are friends, though. So, I mean, that that may be a hookup there. I don't know. But hey, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for squeezing us in. Awesome to talk some college and NFL with you, Bill. Hey, no problem,
0: Chris. Thanks for having me on.